everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the pilot episode of Black Quintessence. My name is Daniel Harbin, and I am the host here. Um, I want to do start off first by uh, giving everyone the definition of quintessence, because I know a lot of people out there are probably like, what does that mean? And according to Merriam-Webster, the definition of quintessence is the essence of a thing in its purest and most concentrated form. That word, I don't know why, that word just really stuck out to me, and that's why I chose to go with it. And I'm black, so black quintessence, my black ass in my purest and most concentrated form. My intention is to basically just do me and be me with the show and allow you all to listen, and hopefully you enjoy listening to it. Um, I would first like to start my segment off with current events. Um... First, I'd like to go into this news with Brandy and Monica, who are set to go on tour again. Um, interesting that they're choosing to do this, because I know not too long ago they had fallen out for the umpteen time. And it usually sounds like Brandy is always the one that has an issue with something Monica does, and that's why they usually fall out. I think the last time they fell out, it was because Monica had said something about Whitney Houston and then Brandy decided to tweet back basically saying she was Whitney's favorite and all this other shit and I'm it just always sounds like I love Brandy I really do but it always sounds like Brandy is trying to one-up Monica for some reason like she's trying to prove something I don't know I always felt like it was because Brandy kind of came off like the good girl and Monica was very you know much so naturally hood and that was always how she came off and I don't know I'd always felt like Brandy felt like she had to prove that she could be just as hood and big as bad as Monica I don't know but basically um this article from the griot says that they're getting together to go on tour and the concert is called femme it forward femme spelled with two m's and an e and um they'll be joined by other Black female artists such as Tiana Taylor, Cardi B, Ashanti, City Girls, Jill Scott, Maya, Carrie Hilson, Faith Evans, she's uh, Georgia Smith, and Amory, and more. So um, I'm kind of excited. I'm not going to lie. Like, this is like the, like I said before, the thousand time that they've gotten back together and broken up and gotten back together. It's almost like it's their MO to do this. I don't necessarily think they're doing it on purpose, but I'm just like kind of stop announcing that you guys are friends again and not friends again because it just keeps happening i don't know it just it's the old saying of it's like beating a dead horse it's it gets old after a while but i'm i'm excited that they're deciding to do this tour i'm not gonna lie i probably won't uh attend it because i'm honestly just not that big of a concert person um but i like the idea it's a lot of um R&B divas, especially from that 90s era to early 2000s. So I think there's going to be a lot of people who probably do want to see it and will attend. And they'll probably enjoy the concert. Hopefully, Brandy and Monica could be on good terms long enough to finish the concert. Because like I said, they just they go back and forth way too much. But good for all the ladies involved. In other news, Missy Elliott announced that she is finishing up her new album and from my understanding it's her first album in 14 years that's a very long time everybody has been asking Missy for music and when she's gonna drop an album she had dropped the song 
uh, WTF with Pharrell back in 2015. So that was the last kind of piece of music we heard from her. But as far as albums go, it's been 14 years. And that was the cookbook, which had, which had the hit of Lose Control featuring Sierra and um, Fat Man Scoop. I'm excited. I love Missy. I've always felt like like Missy never got her accolades for as long as she's been in the business and in the industry. Like people, I always notice that when people bring up female rap, only true fans of hip hop will bring Missy Elliott because a lot of people bring up like Little Kim or they'll bring up like um, Queen Latifah, which not to discredit them because they're great female rappers. But no, a lot of people, for some reason, have the tendency to shower over Missy, forgetting that Missy broke a lot of barriers and Missy opened up a lot of walls. You know, she was extremely creative with her visuals, with her music videos. Get your freak on. It was a lot of visuals in there. There was a lot of animations. It was it was a beautiful thing. So that's why I always feel like Missy, to a degree, gets overlooked when people bring up female rappers, unless you're like a really either hardcore Missy fan or you're a person that recognizes Missy for her creative talents and will be like, hey, yeah, Little Kim was great, but what about Missy? And I think a lot of people forget that. But I'm excited. I've always loved Missy's music. She's always giving you club bangers. She's always giving you dance groove. So I think it'll be great. I, I'm excited to hear what she's going to put out. And WTF, I did like that song. Like, it was really cool. So I'm excited to hear from her with that. Um now, I do want to go in another direction because it's getting a lot of news and it's it's kind of a 180 of all the other news. But I think it's important to talk about uh, of the young man, Nigel Shelby, the 15 year old uh, gay boy who committed suicide from bullying he received at his school. It's extremely tragic. Um, the story that he um basically committed suicide over the weekend of, um, I believe, the weekend of April, I think that was like 18th, 19th, if I'm correct. But, um, yeah, so the story is goes that he had received homophobic bullying, mainly through Facebook, but over, you know, at school, and people harassed him and things of that nature, and I believe uh, it's in Huntsville, Alabama. It is in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, that the school didn't do anything, from my understanding. The school knew about it. And, like, they, they let out a statement, and it goes, uh, quote, We are saddened to learn this morning of the death of Nigel Shelby, one of our ninth grade students. Aaron King, the principal uh, of Shelby School, wrote in a statement. Our thoughts and prayers are with the family during this difficult time. We're teased to an excessive degree that made me feel like I needed to end it all. And for anyone out there that is listening that is a gay black male or gay male in general, especially a youth, I'm not advising you to listen to this because there are swear words. But if you do happen to listen to it, anybody out there, gay Anybody LGBTQ anywhere on the spectrum or the rainbow, however you want to word it, please know that it gets better. It's always there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. I know it doesn't seem that way, but there is. I promise you. So please, um, if you or you, anyone you know is ever feeling any type of suicidal thoughts, um, 
there's a, a project that I heard about called the Trevor Project. That's a suicide hotline. I think it's predominantly targeted towards the LGBT community. Um, it's a 24 hours, 365 days hotline. The number is one 488 7386 Again, the number is one 488 Counseling is always available 24-7, 365 days of the year. Please, if you ever need anybody to talk to, if you feel like you can't talk to a friend, a family member, uh, a teacher, a counselor, anybody, please call that hotline for anyone out there that ever feels discouraged or feels helpless in this world, especially an LGBT uh, person, especially child, person of color. Um. And I think that about wraps it up for me with my current events. I would like to go into my next segment, which I like to call topic of discussion. This is where I kind of just every week I'd like to just have a different discussion and just, you know, give my thoughts and opinions on different discussions every week. This week, my topic of discussion is, is bad sex a good enough reason to break up with your spouse? I'm always on the fence about that because I understand why people say, you know, oh, the sex is bad, girl. And I don't know if I want to be with this nigga because that dick game is whack and, you know, and, and, you know, or whatever is whack on that person. And I don't know, because I understand why people say you shouldn't break up with someone because of the sex, because if everything else is good. Why fault them for something like bad sex, especially when some people truly feel like you can teach your partner how to touch you sexually that makes you feel good. But on that flip side, there are people out there that go, well, I've taught him everything I need, you know, I can. and It's still bad. You know, what do I do at that point? So like, what am I supposed to do now? I've done all I could and it's still bad. Or even some people truly just feel like. I shouldn't have to teach someone how to have sex, which I kind of don't, I don't do not agree with that rhetoric because really nobody until you tell someone how you want to be touched, they won't know they're going off what they're assuming. And most assumptions, as they say, make an ass out of you and me. So never assume just because you're with someone or just because you're having sex with someone that they know what to do. You have to sometimes tell people how to touch you right, what makes you feel good, what on your body uh, is a trigger point that makes it good. You know, some people like their nipples licked, some people like their next kiss, things of that nature. You know what I mean? Some people like it really slow, some people like it really fast, medium, however you like it. Sometimes you have to verbalize that. You have to communicate, even if hell, if it's a one night stand. But the topic right now is as far as breaking up with your a spouse for bad sex. Um, but on that flip side, like I said, it's like I said earlier, if you've done all you could and the sex is still bad, like, is it worth breaking up with them over? And I, I don't know how I truly feel about that because honestly, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it makes it hard. Cause it's like, I really want you to make me feel good. You know, like, Make me feel good, Halle Berry. You know what I mean? But on the same note, it's kind of like, this nigga ain't hitting it. And this nigga ain't doing what he's supposed to be doing. And I've done all I can in my power. What the hell else more can I do? 
I, I know a lot of people out there feel like, you know, that's where you have to up the game on foreplay. And foreplay is great, especially if the person knows what they're doing. Kiss me there, lick me there, suck that, you know, bite a little on that. You know what I mean? Nibble here, blow here. Um, so I can see how if someone can get you really riled up during foreplay that if the sex isn't out the roof amazing, you still feel satisfied because they hit all those pressure points before they proceeded to, you know, fuck. But if sometimes some people truly are like, yeah, you did all the pressure points. But once you got the stroke going, the stroke fell so flat that I can't even give you, I can't even up your grade for all that foreplay because it was pointless. Because it w- it wasn't good. It wasn't what I want or even expect. Because some people are used to a certain stroke game, whether it was from a previous partner their sex partners that they've had before they got in a relationship with a person or whatever, or even just like how they know they like it when they've had someone hit it right. And they're like, Ooh, that was, Ooh, that, that was what I need. And I need more of that, even if it's not from that one person. (laughs) But if you are in a relationship, it can be tricky. So mm, I'm always on the fence. If I have to give my true personal opinion of the situation, it's a hard one because my younger self would have immediately said, no, I'm not breaking up with him just because the sex is whack. I love this man. But on the se- as I've gotten older, I'm kind of like, hmm, sexual satisfaction is a need for any human being, regardless of how high or low on your necessity it is. You kind of need it like your body will eventually crave it no matter how much you're withdrawing from it so hell you can ask any christian as even though they're saying they're a celibate or whatever the case might be they have urges there it's there whether they're choosing to play with themselves or not that urge is there so that you know that's kind of like your body telling you this is something you need <laughs> fuck what you heard i need to be touched correctly i need to be fucked correctly or whatever the case, rode correctly, for whatever the case might be, top, bottom, male, female, however you identify yourself as, or whatever role you play in the bedroom. You need that sexual satisfaction, and I need someone to do it. So, hmm, I don't know. I say, you know, as I've gotten to the age that I am at, 31, I kind of feel like I wouldn't necessarily break up with a guy because the sex is bad but I think I would I'm not really for threesomes but I don't know I'm on the fence like that's one of the ones where even I myself have to really think hard about it because there are some people who do have the thing where whether their partner knows that they're throwing this in there for that reason or not they're like hey let's have an open relationship or let's invite people to the bedroom and but then that could be an ego blow to that partner because let's say this third party y'all invite is blowing your goddamn back out. And now he's standing to the side looking like you don't do this with me. Now you got to explain to this nigga why you was hooting and hollering with the next nigga. And you over here 
quiet as a church mouse with him. So that can be tricky and iffy under those circumstances. But nowadays, people's relationships are extremely different from what they used to be. And it's not necessarily a good or bad thing. I'm not going to lie. I used to look at it as a bad thing because for me, it was kind of like, nigga, there's no third parties. There's no threesomes happening, foursomes, orgy, anything under that sun. For me, it was kind of like, I'm with you. Me and you, we need to find a way to make this work. If you ain't feeling satisfied, you can let me know and we can try to figure something out. Or vice versa, if I'm not satisfying you, you need to let me know so I can figure something out. But a lot of people nowadays, that's not a norm. A new norm is, you know, polygamy, polygamous relationships, um, open relationships, all types of things. And that may not necessarily be always rooted in sex, but for some people it is. So I don't know. I don't, I know for a fact for me personally, a polygamous relationship is not for me. I am a one man type of man. I cannot have a third party, whether it was mutual. I, I just wouldn't be okay with that. Even if you, you know, ask me, Hey, would you be okay with me having another partner? How do you feel? It's an ultimate no. Even if you were like, we can go find the guy together. It's definitely a no for me to have another person. I'm just, I just don't feel comfortable in that setting. You know, to each their own. If that works for you, that is great. I actually know someone who is in a polygamous relationship. It started with him. I'm not going to get in the story about him. Maybe another day. But, and I'm not going to tell his business. But, yeah. So, and they've been together for a while. So, I think that it can work. But, yeah. That was a little off topic. But, yeah. um, I'll say that I do feel that sex. I think sex is bad. Sex is a good reason to break up with somebody, but it can sound shallow, but cause it's still a need of yours. It's no different from attention. It's no different from affection. It's no different from love. If you're not getting any of those from a partner, what makes sex any less valuable than those? You know what I mean? As a necessity when it comes to being in a relationship with somebody, because at the end of the day, it's a human need, regardless of how you want to look at it, how you look at it. Your body needs it. You as a human need it. And if you are a person that enjoys sex and loves having sex, why can't it be a need? Why can't you want to have sex? Why is it a problem for you asking for good sex? A lot of times we out there kind of shun people for saying, I want to partner with good sex. Because then, at least in my opinion, I feel like we say that because we don't want to shun if you're a heterosexual relationship, you don't want to shun the man. And in a gay relationship, let's say you're top or bottom, you don't want to shun the top. Or if you're versatile, the one who's penetrating, who is penetrating, who's lagging in that department, you don't want to shun them or make them feel bad. It's almost the same kind of like when <clears throat> you kind of like like a guy, but you find that his dick is little. Like you don't want to shun him because the dick is little when everything else is good, you know, about him. But it's like, but your sex game is really bad and I don't know what else to do, especially if I've tried to work around it or work with you. And regardless if I pointed it out directly to you bluntly or not, it's like, it's not working. I don't know what else to do. So I guess it's justifiable. It just sounds really bad out loud. Even as I said, that's why I keep second guessing myself. Cause even saying it out loud right now, I feel kind of guilty even saying that it's okay, but I understand why. 
If any of you guys out there have an opinion on it, let me know what your opinion is on it. Um, yeah. And um, I think that about wraps it up for my first episode. I'm really excited to get this started. I hope you guys listen and enjoy. Um, I'm all down for feedback. Let me know what you guys think. Thank you guys so much for listening to the first episode of Black Quintessence. And you guys have a great week. Thank you.